If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is The Boop Show, episode 192 for October 29th, 2018. Join us! Can't find the thing. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Boop Show. It's uh, good to be here. Myself, Scott Johnson, himself, Brian Ibbett. Ibbett. <laughs> That's right. I'm Brian Ibbett. I'm owning it. Uh, Have you heard any good songs lately? Let me tell you about the ones that were covered. Too many Brian's. Can't do it. Just Oop. can't do it. It's Brian Dunaway, everybody, as you would expect. It's Brian Dunaway. Hi. What's going on? What's going on with you? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I've been playing some video games, and I can't wait to talk about those video games because we are just a few days away from Halloween, which time I will get to play no video games. Yeah. But that's okay. I'll, You'll be be gone a, next week. I'll be on a plane on Halloween day flying to Anaheim, California for BlizzCon, which Ooh, surely we'll, scary. we'll end up talking some about here on this show, I'm sure, because you know, you'll know you want to know what I saw and all that and what I thought about yeah. it. Uh, so that's coming up. And uh, I got a quick old man question for you. Are you ready before we get to our first game? Let me get my old man suit on. Okay. Okay, okay go, go ahead. Go ahead. Me. All right, here's go my ahead, old, here's old my, man Johnson. <laughs> here's my old man thing for the day, and this is the last you'll hear about it. When a storm is coming, can you right, tell right, right. when a storm is coming? Because I can tell. I can tell like two days out before the clouds open and the rain or the snow comes out of it. I feel it in my bones. It's like some old 1930, uh, 1830s rheumatism or something where I'm just right. sitting around going, oh, I have a headache. My my back kind of hurts. My elbow kind of aches yeah, for no hurts. good reason. And then I find out, oh, it's snowing tomorrow. That makes sense. It happens every time. It does. And it doesn't happen just to old people. It can happen to younger people, too. Also, if you're if you're observant around to your surroundings, uh, you know, you'll notice when the weather changes, like, oh, wait, I'm. It's, it's a little bit a little bit crisper in the air. Yeah. Usually that means that, you know, this is coming along. But, yeah, I know what you mean about the the joints because... It's cranky. You know, it gave the, me the worst the headache. Barometer, yeah. The barometer increases, decreases. It can all affect how much inflammation is it's in the body. It's the body barometer. It's the buttometer. And, uh, buttometer. And I get these horrible... Not buttometer. <laughs> I get these terrible headaches. Now, I used to get them when I was younger, too. So this isn't like a 40s guy thing. This is like a my whole life kind of thing. And it's always right before a storm and I freaking hate it. It, it messes yeah. with my productivity. I don't like it. It makes me want to just go sleep on a couch with a blanket and a dog. That's all I want to do. <laughs> and that sounds nice, but I got stuff to get done. Like why the, do you boot have to show. Have the dog. I got an, why, why the dog? Is it the comfy? Yes. They make it. She's like my little uh, uh, comfort support animal. And I can just, Oh, they're kind of like a little heating blanket, aren't they? Yeah. You just hold it. And when she's warmer. tired, when she's pooped, She'll she'll lay on her side, lay like this, put her put her head on my neck, and just lay there and sleep. And if I got a little blanket around us, she'll do that right. for hours if I let her. It's great for hours. hours. I like it, but no, to answer your Scott, yes, yeah, Scott. Some people do have that abilities, and they do are affected by the weather, just like my friend. I have a friend, and he eats 
he every time he goes to the Kentucky Fried Chicken, the KFC, yeah. as the kids call it, yeah, he gets the chicken livers. He knows he has the gout. Oh, but he gets the chicken livers anyway, and he knows that he's going to be hurting, and he does it anyway. I didn't know gout uh, chicken liver gave gout problems. Is that a thing? I didn't if, you, know that. if you already had the gout in the chicken livers, they can cause problems. I didn't know that. Yeah, they go, don't don't do it. Just I, don't do it, old man Johnson. So, I'm also, trying to I give th- you some old man advice. <laughs> Is, do, does everything at KFC have a little liver in it? Because they just mix it all up, don't they? Yeah, it's all it's all livers at the KFC. No, it's not all livers. I don't know what I look like. It's like one of the herbs and spices. Yeah. Oh, it sounds right. Is that what it is? Is he allergic no, to it or something? I don't know how gout works. No, it's just, it's it's the protein buildup. Apparently, he is. He's, look, he's. I know way more about gout than I care to know. Yeah. I don't have gout, but sometimes when you have friends who have certain ailments, yeah. Sometimes you become familiar with the, the disorder or the disease. In this case, I know a little bit too much about gout. I have no knowledge of gout, but I have a lot right. of doubt. <laughs> I have a lot of doubt about the gout. Yeah. I hear it's painful. That's I right. don't want it. But I'll tell you the worst pain. Mm. That's those thumb blisters that I get from when I get out my NES mini. Oh, and you'll play, you'll and, play uh, that too long? Get a little thumb and blister. I play it, and it brings back those frustrating memories of of blisters is that why you're wearing uh thumbless gloves today is that the what's the deal there what's that about this is uh these are my these are my i'm i'm cold and i like to be warm but cold. i can't touch my screen even though i know they make gloves that, that allow you to touch the, the screen it's one of the games i played and i had to wear these for the game i'm playing because there's a lot of tapping mm. a lot of tapping oh and uh can't yeah, and if you, you you got the you know have you, have you found any really good uh gloves that allow you to interact with with your mobile devices and touch screens uh, because I found a few but they always end up always end up eventually failing and I think the problem is I pick my nose a lot <laughs> and I think I get that mucus on there and I think that's what it shorts it out wow like, this is yeah. so much info that I was not <laughs> expecting today that is something else I appreciate you sharing that with us that's really good right you're welcome you're welcome but no if you do have if you do have like a a, a bead on some really cool gloves that that are you know compliant with touch screens and stuff let me know because i would love yeah. to know that because i love your glasses you have those glare yeah i'm wearing these now the problem with and, these is yeah. um they're great but you can't really so- tell right the, do- the dog chewed them so there's big dog teeth rips and <laughs> right down the middle of them one of those one of those late night uh dog naps you had with the uh yeah probably no it was the other dog the new the puppy <laughs> likes to chew everything he gets his hand on in fact right it took my uh my airpods chewed him a bit and then bumped him under the couch and then we just found him today so that was like right. two week, two three weeks ago so well done dog right. freaking puppies dude gosh dang it i forgot you had to like little kid proof your house again when you have a puppy in the house the nightmare oh no there's a game yeah there's a game there's for a you. there's a game i don't like playing well i mean i would play it if it was on a screen with graphics and i could leave it at the end of the day but this is the least video game that we were talking about having so much fun yeah it's a good time we have well, a dog yeah we have a dog and his we got him and he was he was kind of house trained but not totally and so he starts having accidents occasionally where he'll pee oh. and not just he's a boy dog so he doesn't just pee on the floor conveniently in the middle of the room <laughs> where he can just go oh, get the mop yeah get the mop yeah. no no he's a dog boy so he's got to walk over and go let me see where's the most inconvenient place i can pee so you'll yeah. never be to clean it up plus you got to lift up the leg there you got to go on the side of the chair yeah. two months later you're like what smells in here i don't know something's weird and you never knew it because there was no spot really it was exactly. just the chair exactly freaking dogs and so but now we're, we got him diapers 
That's oh, right. What? I'm now officially that guy who has a dog with diapers. How? Really? For real? How do you do? For I didn't know that puppy. was even a thing. Oh, yeah. Puppy uh, puppy diapers. It's a thing. And it's weird because it's a boy dog. And you think, oh, I've, I'm an adult. I've put diapers on babies before. And you go through the legs and everything. No, these just like wrap around like a tube. And it just covers up the, the, the junk. And wow. if you don't, if you don't get it right in the right place with the junk, then you're just he's just walking around with a diaper waistband on. That's not good. The picture they is. they've got a picture here on Amazon, and that dog is too excited about this. He is really stoked. <laughs> and you think you think, oh well, he's just gonna pee in his his little thing there, and it's gonna be you no, know, you know, it's like you know he's just gonna stand there and just, oh, you know, relieve himself. No, he really he walks up to things still, and he hikes his leg. Yeah. So he still out. does it, but he gets blocked by the uh, the diaper block. Got it. <laughs> right, right. Diaper block. I like it. That's pretty good. Best best opening for Boop Show <laughs> yet. Without a doubt. All right. Well, Love here's it. the second best opening for Boop, and that is the uh, uh, Scott getting to talk finally after all these, what, nine years? Hold on. Yes. Eight. Let's see. 2010. Eight and a half years. Eight, pushing nine years since Red Dead Redemption won the greatest game of that generation. Wow. I will. I'll uh, it's been that long. Come at me if you want, but I'll fight you to the end. I think it's the best game of that generation. There were plenty of games to love. I thought Mass Effect Two was amazing. Like, there's a whole list, a litany of games I could list there where I could go. Yeah, these are all amazing. But I'm telling you right now, Red Dead One, uh, for me, was the game of the generation. And so I have had high anticipation and very excited feelings about the idea of sometime, somewhere, Rockstar finally pushing a sequel slash prequel slash anything, a follow-up out into the world. And they've finally yes. done it. Uh, and it's called Red Dead Redemption 2. And if you're living under a rock, this is news to you. But probably you're not. Right, yeah, you heard they, about they, it. they snuck this in on us. We, didn't have, we had no clue this was coming. Yeah, it was a little indie uh, development that just kind of came out of nowhere. Right. Uh, right. Not true at all. It is a... Uh, in er- in every way I can describe exactly what I wanted. Um, in fact, it was even a thing I didn't know I wanted. I ended up wanting, and now I know I wanted it. But I didn't think I wanted it when it when it happened. Would you like to hear what that is? What I wanted or what I thought I wanted? Yeah. What what you thought you wanted, and now you got it, and now you just wish you didn't. Well, give me it. Well, it's the other way around. I okay. So if you if you've played open world third person action games in the last ten years. I've played them. Yeah, they've gotten you know whether that's Assassin's Creed or or what's the one where he goes around hacking stuff or even Spider Man here recently or any of these kind of oh, games. Yeah, Spider Man's great. They're Spider-Man. all about or they've gotten much more about quick traversal and get me from one end of town to the other really fast or uh, quick travel points where you just click it and go and it just loads and now you're right. there suddenly. Assassin's Creed does that and always has done that, but. Um, and they did that in the original as well, Red Dead Redemption, right? Uh, well, okay. So you had, here, you had points. You had points that you could fast travel. Here's the way those points worked then and how I believe they're going to work here. And I'm not far enough yet to to even know this because I'm still sort mm-hmm. of digging in. But uh, And I'll get oh, – there's so much to say about this game. So I'm going to try to do it quick because we don't have this like, – I know. There's show. a lot to say about Red Dead Redemption. There's a lot of it's, – it's still really new. There's a lot of information out there. Yeah. Exactly. So, I, so here, I'll put it this way. Games have gotten fast. And by that, I mean, mm-hmm. you need your horse, uh, you whistle, and brr, suddenly he's right behind you. No matter where you're at, you're on an island somewhere, suddenly your horse is there. Red Dead 1 and 2 remind you that that's not the way things work. Red Dead 2, if you leave your horse at a town six miles up the road and you forgot, and you go to whistle, 
the game's going to go, a, your character's going to go, ah, damn it, where's that freaking horse? And he's going to know that he's not coming. He can't hear your whistle up there. Like, you've got to go get your horse back, you know, like real life. Now, some have complained that this game is goes too deep on the simulation side of things. I completely disagree. Um, I think it just, it, it, it like reminded everybody, oh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't lose your memories too quick. Red Dead 1 was a deliberate, methodical experience that you had to kind of, you know, everything kind of had to be a thing that you would make happen. It's like, well, am I getting on my horse? I got to get up on my horse. There's a, there's a full, you know, motion captured animation of me getting on my horse and I better get on the horse if I really want to get on the horse. Like that seems like a small example, but I think it kind of expresses itself throughout the game. Everything is very deliberate. Um, everything is, uh, has the kind of consequences that you might have in real life. For example, I see a deer. I'm like, I want to kill that deer and I want to eat its meat. Okay. <laughs> so I shoot the deer. So as you're sitting, as you're sitting on the couch, yeah, you so think as I'm sitting on the couch, I shoot that I deer, wanna. deer dies, uh, get off my horse. Now it, the old way was even simpler, but you go and skin it. And in the old right. game, you kind of had to wait for him to go. <laughs> And he would cut oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he would I remember stick that. it in yeah, his bag. Skinning and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it would take a while. It was a very deliberate experience. Um, I don't know if I don't remember if people complained about that or not, but I always liked it. Blood would kind of spray everywhere. And now you had the pelt with you. Um, but a lot of times the meat would just lay there and that was the end of that. You wouldn't have any you wouldn't be able to do anything with this meat. Well, that now, was that was unsatisfying. <laughs> now you literally cut that thing open. You cut you cut the the deer like stem to stern. You uh unfold it pull out the carcass, rip it out the other way, fold it up, put it on your horse. Then you Does go back make to the all body. the noises. Oh yeah. All of it. All of it. Oh, excellent. You go back to your horse, you pick the horse up or sorry, you go back to your, uh, uh, you, you stow that away on your horse. Then you go back to the deer carcass. You pick up the carcass, you throw it over your shoulder. You carry it over to your horse. He's all skinned and, you know, muscle and blood. You th- and you strap it and tie it to the back of your horse. And then, you now can drive that thing back to town, donate it for food, sell it to somebody in town if you want or whatever, uh, or even use it to make your own food. And nice. And uh, here's the best part. After you've done that, you spend the next bunch of time, I don't even know how long, because I think I ended up in a river is how it finally came off, with a big blood stain all down your shoulder because you carried a freaking deer carcass that had been skinned on your shoulder. Like, they're crazy about those details. And in 2010, they were also crazy about those, but we were at a very different technical time. PS3, Xbox 360 were capable, certainly. But we are so much more capable now. Like, this stuff is yeah. ridiculously over the top. There are some people playing this game just to see how long they can get his beard. Because uh, ah, you can, you can grow his beard out. You can trim it. You can shave it. You can style it. You can just change your hair and style your hair. There's all these, like, little options. The poker games, just like in the first game, I mean, you sit down at a poker table... And you and you have a real Texas Hold'em game, and it's real poker. So, if you like to play video game poker, in theory, you could go buy this game just for the poker, <laughs> because all it is it's just you around a table with cards to look at and guys going, "Ah, oh, that's too rich for my blood," and folding and like it's the real game being played out, an actual game of poker. And I found myself drifting into way too many games of poker the other night. Right now. You know that was in the first game, so I know this isn't. So, that's not so poker in Red Dead Redemption that you're playing is kind of like 
how you can get taken away in the fishing in World of Warcraft. Oh, is that kind of. Oh, Brian, did you mention fishing? Because I'm oh they have a they have a fishing thing now because it was mostly it was mostly desert stuff in the first one right yeah, I mean oh, yeah. there's a, there's a everything few water spots but this not ga- much this game you start out in the in the freaking snowy cold mountains and there's tons of snow and and there's like a huge yeah. storm you got to get out of eventually you get down in the valleys and it's a little more like you know it might be fifty degrees during the day and it's wet and muddy and rainy and and all of that but uh, you go fishing like you straight up go fishing Fish. and you have a you have a pull, and you got to cast it. And when you get a nibble, you got to pull right when you feel the bite, not just the nibble, because the nibble just means he's poking at your thing. It doesn't have a bite. Then you hook him, and then you pull him side to side. And if he's struggling, you don't want to be reeling right then. But the minute he right. stops struggling, you reel him in, and you do that by turning just like in a circular motion the, the right um, thumbstick. And then if he starts struggling again, you got to do some of this again, because if you don't, it's going to break your line. You're going to lose your fish. Uh, it's ridiculous <laughs> I've, I've 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 intentionally avoided as much about red dead 2 as i can because i want to be pleasantly surprised about exactly what you're saying however i gotta ask you said that is you know it's, it's a much different you know it's, it's a much different speed yeah. uh than than other games do you get to go as far as dig your own worms because if you're not digging your own worms when you're fishing no, but you, you go, well, maybe you can, but I put my, I put cheese on my hook is how I did it. No, oh. I happen to have some cheese and it seemed but to just sort of But you turn your own cheese? Uh, I stole it from, from the-, the grocery store. <laughs> I stole one, but I'll bet you can. I'll bet you can get your own cheese because that's the, what the game lets you do freaking everything. And the first right. five hours of this game are like tutorial. And I don't mean like straight tutorial. You play a lot, but then there's moments you're like, oh, an hour and a half into this thing, I finally learned how to duck. Right, right. Uh, because they showed me a, I was in a situation where I had to. Or here's another one that says, oh, this is how I climb a cliff because up till now I haven't had to do it. By the way, you can switch to first person mode anytime you want. Or if you'd rather stay in third, you can. I prefer third person in these games. Right. Um, so I'm not going to talk too much more about the gameplay because I think it's sublime and I am completely raptured by it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. You may you may ask yourself, Brian. You've talked about Red Dead Redemption 2 almost as much as Scott has. Why don't you have it yet? And the truth is, I just, I want to be able to sit down and play this game. So I didn't bother going out and, you know, fighting the crowd to get this game or anything. And now that it's out there and I can easily, I'll be able to load it up. I want to fight anybody for downloads, none of that kind of crap. Well, you could live in 2018 and just download the 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 client and have it in like a couple hours. You could do that. Yeah. Oh. 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 Yeah. It's a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. You could do that. That's not so bad, is what's it? What's your What's your download speed, Scott? Uh, higher than yours. It probably sounds like. Uh, probably by about fivefold. Mm. So yeah, makes so a difference. That's just, yeah, makes a difference. It, I agree. You're You're not. It makes right. a huge difference. So I was like, I need to go buy the physical material, and I'm like, I hey, do. I really want to do that? No, because if I get it, I'm not actually going to play it, and that's going to downplay my interest of having it in hand once if once i go pick it up i want to play it i haven't had a chance to do that because i want to sit down for eight hours yeah i want to sit down for eight hours and trot around and and just have. A i did that the other night i played and played and yeah. played and played and i i am going to warn people though if you're looking for an arcadey sort of experience you're not going to get it here like that's not what this game was and the first one wasn't either and if you thought it was you remember it wrong it is a right. it is a uh, a slower pace. I've been saying embrace the pace because I think it's that's an important part of this. How you approach the game makes a big difference because if you're approaching it going, oh well, this will just be like, you know, 
Fortnite I've been playing for the last year. It's nothing like right. that. It's not even close to anything like that. In fact, I don't even know what to compare this to because even in some ways, the open worldness is very different than previous games, including Red Dead One, where interesting. Um, I've yet to, you know, how in Red Dead One there's always little side things you could go do, help somebody from getting hung or somebody else is getting robbed or something. You could go stop it. Right, right, right. Yeah. They have that in this game, but I've so far seen dozens of these, and all of them had dialogue. None of them have been the same. They're all different. This lady needs help with a thing. This guy got crushed under the horse. Can I help him pick the horse up? Um, they, these guys are getting robbed at gunpoint, and they pull over their 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 uh, what do you call it? A wagon thing. Uh, a wagon, wagon with the things that it's got the wheels on it. Yeah, yeah, whatever that's called. Wagon What's wheels. that called? It's called something. It's a wagon. Stagecoach. That's what I was trying to say. Stagecoach. Oh yeah, that's the ones with the golden stuff in it, right? That's right. what you want to. Right, right. Yeah. And then there's major heists and story stuff. Of course, the story so far is really good. The character super realized. His name is Arthur. Oh, his last name just left me. Arthur. Oh, geez, Scott. I was just talking about him last night. Ugh, Arthur. Anyway. Arthur. Oh my gosh, can't think. No, his name. no, I'm not going to do that. Fast idiot. St. Fastidious. <laughs> I think it's fastidious. Fastidious. It is. Uh, but he he says fast Brian's going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna rent it. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna rent. I rent a lot of games. This one, not. Well, a no, you can't rent this, this one. You have to owner. play this one. No, this is the owner. Yeah. This one's, this one's. I don't probably a hundred hours easy. Oh, worth with, game without play. question. And and uh, yeah. I not only finished a completion that first one and the Halloween DLC, which was amazing at the time. This this one's gonna be the same for me, and it's. Definitely got some janky stuff, some moments of jank in it, which is great. I love some open world jank, some weird, like that would never happen in a smaller video game kind of experiences, just like the first one did, and just like most open world games do. But the big right. kicker here is fine, Scott, I'm going to play it. Quit spoiling how the game works. Okay, I will. Who, uh, I'll give you two, I'll give you three things that are important here. Graphically, jaw dropping. Mm. I'm, it's the most realized for open world I've ever seen straight up period. And anyone who says different is smoking the crack. I cannot think of a single video game <laughs> that on this level of like breadth, width and height that, that is this, I mean, it's photo. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. The weather effects alone are worth a look. It's just absolutely beautiful. So there's that, uh, the voice quality and the kind of characters and stuff are top notch. Freaking Sean the Irishman. When you guys get to do all the Sean stuff, you're gonna lose it. He is the best. I freaking love Sean. Sean. Uh, John Marsden's in this. Oh, uh, is he? Is he back? Well, he's not back because this is a prequel. Remember? So this is oh, right. this is his right. old crew he used to run with. Uh, that he would always refer to in the in the in the first game, like about right. his you know Dutch's old team and everything. And there's some stuff I don't know yet, obviously, because we haven't connected all the pieces, but. There's some big drama to be had there because we know things didn't go so well for them at the end, but but now this game is well before whatever that is, and it's really working for me. And John Marsden is right there with me in a lot of scenes, and hearing him talk freaks me out because I'm hearing that voice from that first game, and and um, you know he I know how he gets his scar. I'm not gonna give it away, but oh, you, but you yeah, learn don't that. tell me that because that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, you learn how he gets the scars and stuff. Do, you, do, you, do, do we learn how they he gets the uh, uh, how he gets contracts being a zombie no he, he didn't do that it was the rest of his family you never liked that but i thought it was brilliant brilliant dlc we've done, we've talked about it before but for just to recap for people i did not like the zombie uh addition to the red dead the first one and uh it's mostly because i was still in the middle of the story i was still doing the playthrough uh and i did not like the fact that i switched over to it and it messed up my story that would be jarring yeah as, that would be jarring yeah, so. i mean when i did it i played the first i played the game core to its to its you know, finish and then played right. that DLC. 
I think that would have been the way to do it because it was just a parody Absolutely. of itself. It wasn't like really part of the story. It was like a bad dream part of the story. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I hope they do something similar with this. Um, the online component comes next month. So, you know, two, three weeks away before you're going to see that. I can't wait yeah. for Scott to drive us off a cliff. <laughs> it's good. I'm really excited about it. I heard the I've I've heard that the fall damage uh in in physics of this is way better, especially Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, if 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 you're concerned about horse damage. Yeah, but the the draw distance is infinite. Like yeah. well, I shouldn't say infinite. It's like real life. You look out to the hills and the mountains, if it's a clear day and there's no snow or whatever, you can see forever. All the way mm. up to that mountain and you can ride to it. Like if you look look off in the distance, go. There's a tiny little rock on top of that ridge over there. You can ride there if you want. Like it is an it is just the epitome of the of the culmination of these open world technologies are finally out to a place. And Rockstar, you know, invented a lot of this, so it's it's right. it's probably right that they figured it out. They also had seven years and eight studios and hundreds and hundreds of people involved in it, and also apparently a lot of unpaid overtime, which is a whole different topic for a different day. But. Uh, it is, I think, an, uh, is a masterpiece. It's des- it deserves the accumulative 98 point whatever rating it's getting right now um, right. from just about everybody. I don't think this game's for everybody, though. I am sure there are people... Like, I don't think Brian Ibbett should play this game. Uh, uh, I don't yeah. think he'd like it. He doesn't like Westerns. And I think if you don't like intrinsically like that kind of Western culture and that um, the mythology of the old West, West. If you're not already in on that, whatever form it takes, if you like spaghetti westerns or the more modern stuff or Unforgiven or whatever it is that you're into, if you don't already like that stuff, you're probably gonna not. You're gonna find this over overbearing. If you like that at all, though, this is like your dream come true because it is so like all up. I would, I would love just as a love letter to uh, Motocross Madness, Microsoft's dirt bike game. Remember that dirt bike game? Yeah. What was that called? I, um, I, it was Motocross Madness. And I remember it was one of the first games where I was like, wow, this world is just enormous. And you just felt like you'd get off the path and ride for so long until. Until you couldn't you hit a wall. Until you hit the wall and it would, it would literally just explode you back to the middle of the screen. Boom. Well, somebody's bound to have done this by now in Red Dead too. They've got somebody's oh, walked out and saw, seen as far as I would love I can go. to get my horse shot all the way back to the center of the screen. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I don't think it works that way. I think what would happen is they're pretty creative about this stuff. I'm guessing that if there are edges to this world, and certainly there must be, but it right. would just be there's no path through any of this. Like at some point, right. you'd, you'd you'd hit a mountain ridge where it's like, well, I can't get up it. I can't go around it. Like there's they would do it in a way that's artistically. Logical. Yeah, consistent with the game. So right not, now, not the not the Truman Show where you walk against the wall on the right. Side. All right, I do. I mean, there's something I like about the Truman Show wall. There's something I think right. that is cool about that, but I don't think that happens here. Uh, I can say that it has such a realistic open space kind of feeling to it that there have been a couple times I actually had to put the controller down and think about what I was seeing. And one of them mm. last night was uh, I was riding out on the ridge, first time I'd seen this taking a long ride to pick up Marsden for something. We were doing some job together. And as I'm rolling out there, it's playing this great music in the background, uh, which I probably have somewhere here, don't I? I should play that. Um, do it. I don't know. You if want I that YouTube copyright strike? Do it. Do well, it. Well, no. They, well, not, oh, yeah. They do that on YouTube, wouldn't they? They'd probably screw me. Um, well, it's in here anyway. Oh, here's, here's one that's like it, but that's open source. But this isn't really actually real. I'm going to play this in the background. Got a little seat here. This, mm, yeah. 
but it's this kind of music, and I'm galloping along. You can imagine that. I got this new horse named Jack that I that I tamed in the wild. Great big black stallion, beautiful animal. Uh, braided his his uh, his tail because you can. What? Yeah, you did. Oh wait, I gotta hear about this now. You you braided it? Yeah. You like hit a button, or is it you just stand out there and weave? You go. <laughs> You go. You do that in the stalls, like the the stables. Okay. And then in the right. stables, you have access to all the horses that you've that you've uh, tamed or otherwise gotten in the game, purchased whatever. Um, and it's there that you can do things like what's their mane look like. Uh, and they get dirty, so you can clean them. Uh, your guns get dirty, so you can use gun oil, clean them up, <laughs> and they have a better firing rate or their distance is a little longer because you put them in good shape. Like, lo- oh, it goes so deep, dude. There's so many little things that it's. Downright ridiculous. Here's the thing, though. This is the final thing I'll say about it. Do it. Like, oh, I guess I already sort of said it, but I don't want to oversell this to people who are already not caring about this this <laughs> genre. Okay, because if you don't, right. there's just nothing I can do for you. You're not going to find here what I find in it. I find in it one of the best representations and best implementations of America's only mythology. We have one mythology in our country. Everybody in the ancient world, everybody in ancient Europe, everybody in all these other places, they have ancient mythology that goes back thousands of years, and it's super cool. The Greeks have the Greek gods and all that stuff. Uh, the, the Romans, too. Uh, the Egyptians alone have just, you know, so yeah. much artifact, so much artifice, so much rad old stuff. What do we have? We have this myth that lasted about 20 years in the Old West during the 1800s, and that's all it really was. But to me, it's this endless time. And if you just take a snapshot of it, it goes forever. There is no end to it. And it's gunslingers and outlaws and the dusty trail and the lone gunman and all of that stuff. It was is, the Wild West. It's our, it is the best we can do. That's best America has. That's our mythology. <laughs> it's based on reality, but it's a mythology. And I love it. I love it so much I want to marry it. I mean, I just love it. So what I'm getting at uh, is this is is what you've been waiting for if you're into that the way I'm into it. If you're like, oh, I prefer everything sci-fi. I'm not sure this is for me. It's not for you. It's not. Mm -hmm. Because that's not who they made this for. And I'm 100% cool telling you not to get this game if that's who you you are. However, anybody else who just uh, wants to see something special the ai is crazy in this thing you dude i watched a guy okay so a guy watched me stop a robbery and at the end of the robbery the guy who i helped save got nervous and skittish and ran off before i could talk to him and so i thought well gosh dang it what are you doing so i shot him and he hit the dirt and i didn't notice but another guy in a horse up the way sees this he witnesses it and he he's now freaking out and the thing tells me that a witness was seen either run him down or right. figure something out so i run him down and he's like i'm not, I'm, I'm gonna go t- turn you in he's yelling at me and so i shoot him off the back of his horse his horse drags his body up the hill another guy sees this and he goes and i'm like oh i don't have my mask on so i put my mask on too late he'd already seen my face so he starts to take off and he's for sure going to go tell on me. So I chase him down. This time I decide to lasso him off his horse. I pull him off the horse with my lasso. I hog tie him. This is all happening like for real, by the way. Like, right, right. Whoop, grab him, pull him, get off my horse. 
pull over to him, t cog time. He's complaining the whole time. I looted his money <laughs> while he was complaining. And then he oh, says, complain? I'm just going to take your money then if you're going to complain anyway. And he says, I swear I'm not going to tell anybody. I won't tell anybody. I'm not going to say a word. I don't know you. I didn't see this. I wasn't even here. He's doing that whole thing. And I go, I decide to, to believe him. And I right. answered him. I did the interact with him. And I said, all right, if I find out you went to any other law, man, I'm going to hunt you down and put your bird at her. And so I do that whole thing. I cut him loose, cut him loose. And he um, gets up and he goes, all right, I swear I ain't going to say a thing. And he runs off in some direction. Go about playing the game. Feel pretty good about sparing him. It's not really his right. fault he witnessed this. Too bad the other guy right. did too and I killed him, but whatever. I'm in town. All of a sudden, a, a wanted thing goes up on the screen and goes, investigation begun. You've been turned in. <laughs> this guy went and ratted on me. And he did it in his own time. And it took as long right. as it would take a guy to get to town on foot to go to the sheriff's right. office and to get them out there. And it says investigate. I'm like, can they really be investigating? I turn my horse around go back to the area that I did this crime. And as I come Jack over horse. the ridge, there's like five lawmen walking around the, the scene, kicking dirt, looking at the body. Somebody's writing something on a pad of paper. They're literally investigating my crime. Nice. Uh, and then I'm like, well, I'm not going to go mess with them. There's five of them, one of me. So I get out of there. But later they determine, yeah, they've got a witness. There's now a wander poster with my face on it. And there's a $300 bounty on my life. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, but, but how how good was the uh, the police sketch? Uh, it looked sketch. like it that looked like it. me. Yeah, it looked like you. Yeah, right. and it looked like me with the with the hair length that I had. Like that. Wow. They're just they've gone they've gone nuts. My horse poops. Like I'll be running and he'll get the shits across the plains. And all of a sudden, falling out of his ass. And then I'll get around to the thing, or I'll have a big chase, and he's super tired, and he's—you can see his legs shaking. I'll tie him to a post, and he's going because he's not breathing very well. And then starts pooping again. Like it is something else that game, something else. Oh, yeah, three hundred bucks. So, uh, you know what, uh, Tondra Ghost? That might be my accumulative in that area because that, near that town. I'm in trouble for all kinds of stuff. I think that's just the one more thing I'm in charge. Just a troublemaker. That that Scott Johnson and his horse, <laughs> Jack Horse. Oh, it's so it good, but a bunch of trouble. It's so good. That's all I'm going to talk about, though, because we could do a whole show on this. Right. I'm, I'm actually in kind of a, a, a debate anyway, because I was hoping there would be like some kind of deal, like a bundle pack for uh, Red Dead 2 and maybe the Xbox One. X and there is a deal going on at GameStop where I can turn in one of my old PSP for me, sorry, PS4 mm. and get $250 trade in credit towards that. That's not and bad. And I would end up, no, I would end up forking over about $200 to get Xbox One X yeah. with, uh, with the Red Dead and another game. I thought about doing this, um, either that or a PS4 Pro. I really did think about it, um, right for this game alone. And the reason that I didn't pull the trigger. Is well. First of all, I waited a while to hear what people actually said about performance of those consoles versus the stu the two vanilla consoles, and right. nobody was reporting anything that sounded like too much of a jump. I mean, if you have a 4K TV, which I currently don't in there, although I do in here, but it's smaller. It's a long story. Uh, you'll get the benefit of 4K, and it's you'll a small get the story. yeah, and you'll get uh, you know whatever HDR options your TV supports. You'll probably benefit from the HDR. Mm -hmm. Uh. But that on the whole, it really wasn't that big a deal. Yeah. Not worth buying a whole new console just for this game. So I didn't do it. So all of that being said, I'm playing this at 1080p on a... It is a 4K monitor, but it's 
you know, 1080p is what I'm running yeah. it at. Yeah, yeah. And it runs at a consistent 30, which is where I think is what it's maxes out everywhere. I don't even think it's 60 on Correct. the bigger ones. Yeah, I actually researched this earlier for uh, someone who asked me. And uh, yeah, it, it is 30 across the board, even if you drop down to the 1080, even yeah. if you the 4K and you drop down to 1080. They'll, they'll probably, the PC version, I suspect, will, and, and that's been, by the way, all but confirmed because that companion app that's out on phones for this game has right. a big PC reference in it. That everyone's like, oh, okay. So anyway, oh, somebody's dude. somebody retconned that, but uh, that will probably, you know, you'll you'll get all the benefits of having a high powered PC playing that game, and it's the kind of game I'll buy twice. Like I have no problem with that, given how much right. I love it, um, and how much I'll do with it online and stuff later. But it's just something special, and I think that if you know, it's easy to say, well, you know, this 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 is hard for me to. To explain but like if i'm sitting let's say me you ibit and let's say john jagger are sitting around a table this is my game of the year like this took the new spot right, sorry right. everybody else step down a few notches this is it brian we, Ibbitt, we guessed as much yeah brian ibit's probably going to say spider-man um <laughs> you're sure. you at this stage right now will probably say god of war yeah until i play it it's god of war but i really have a feeling it's going to be a tight race yeah and this, and I don't want to say like nothing about this game makes me not want to get back into Odyssey when I'm done because I will. I love Odyssey. I think Odyssey is right up in my top five this year. I think it's an incredible Assassin's Creed game, and a, just a really good adventure RPG game in its own right. But uh, this, and this won't worry ruin that experience. It's not like you're gonna play this and go, all other games suck compared to this. It doesn't work that way. It's just for what it is and what they've built. It's just a freaking masterpiece in my opinion. And I love right. it. It's not perfect. Some of the controls are a little wonky. Like, but that's always true of their game. Have they ever had a game that didn't control a little bit wonky? Um, always. Once you get used to it, you're like, oh, okay, this shoulder button for then and then not for this. Now it's no big deal. I don't even care. Just rip through it. But when I first got it, it was a little tricky. They don't tell you, for example, if you hold down the option button, you'll get the map instead of having to tap it and hit map with your with your X button. Hmm. This just will let you bypass that. And they don't tell you that. So I just had to figure it out on my own. Like a little quality of life things like that, you kind of figure out as you go. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't mind learning as I go. For some reason, that idea in Red Dead Redemption Two that you're kind of on your own, even learning what's going on. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of okay with that because I. It it just seems to fit. It seems yeah. organic. Yeah, it's you know what? That's a good word. That game is very organic, and I mean in every possible way. There there are parts of that game where you're on your horse. And you're tromping through the mud, then you're on dry grass for a minute, back to the mud, then on some wood, then under a bridge. All of that is sound. All all the sound for all of that is tuned to where you're at. It's exactly where you're supposed to be, is what it sounds like. And it's I'll there's no you, skimping on that. It's really impressive. There was a point in Red Dead Redemption One uh, where I felt fairly comfortable in the storyline that I did not mind just going into a saloon and just causing trouble yeah have you got to that point yet? I, no but i'm but i'm getting there like i have now i'm right. way more comfortable out on the on the range of just oh right. there's a guy walking around and there's no one here i'm gonna steal his stuff or i'm gonna help yeah, I'm just, nobody's I, looking <laughs> i am kind of going more honorable overall like i'm right it's hard for me in games to do mean things to people it's hard for me i just don't like living out that fantasy it's not really i don't know it's not me so even right. in GTA, it's like, you know, you can beat up a hooker and take her back around the thing. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not gonna. Like, it just seems wrong to do that. I know I'm that sorry it's... I'm taking your car. I'm very sorry I'm taking your car. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing about the story of this game is it's very, um, 
you know, it's very, hey, we're in a gang. It's an outlaw thing. We're, we're definitely up right. to no good a lot. But also we're just surviving. Like that's one of the points of the stories that really makes you think about where people are and what their real motivations are. It's not just people twisting their mustaches. Sometimes it's people trying to survive like a family or, you know, make ends meet or just stay out of jail or whatever it is. And they've right. and they are not candy coating it. It's very much that that they're they're letting that story be told in a really nuanced, realistic way. And I kind of I kind of love it. So there you go. My, I figured you would. My early take on Red Dead Redemption 2 on PS4 and Xbox right now, coming to PC at some point, probably, or all but confirmed. And uh, if you're waiting out for that, that's that's cool. Uh, nah, I'll be getting it again there because I want to play it on there as well. I, would, I can't wait to see what it can really do and how it opens up on the PC because yeah. that... That changes a lot, in my opinion. Well, don't you think that the, I mean, the success of GTA Five was strong on console, regardless. Like it sold really well initially on PS3 and X and 360. Then they re-released right. it on the new consoles, and did it really well there. And then the PC version has just skyrocketed, and that game continues to sell all the time. They have, you know, every week there's some new activity happening in the online thing. Like it's way bigger than anyone expected that stuff to be. So. I hope what's happened here is they've learned all the cool stuff they can learn from that experience and that this thing is just going to be crazy. Because think of what you can do, dude. Just you got you, I'm excited. You, I'm going to keep my excitement down. Yeah. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep my expectations ben, low. Ben Forget says, uh, except my, Rockstar PC ports are iffy. I disagree. <laughs> GTA 5 is a masterpiece on the PC. You're smoking the crack there, buddy boy. Smoking the grass. He, he may mean older stuff. I don't know, but the uh, but get GTA, off your jack horse. GTA five. GTA five on PC is is the, it's still an incredible game on there, right? And worth your time. All right, Brian. Let's Love talk it. about Amnesia, a game I'll probably never play ever, ever. Right. Tell me he, about it. What was talking? What was he talking about again? Am, oh, Amnesia. Amnesia. Oh, Amnesia. Sorry, I hit my head for a minute there. I blacked out. So if <laughs> no, I'm gonna black out. Ah. <laughs> All right, so so the, the gimmick with amnesia, storyline-wise, is that you usually wake up as a character that has amnesia, and you got to figure out what the world's going on. And this is a really good, fun, horror kind of game uh, around Halloween time. Yeah. And so I wanted to take a little, little quick look at Amnesia, a machine for pigs. I played uh, Dark Descent, and uh, it, I played that... I think pretty much through completion on it. And I had seen that a machine for pigs was available. I think we must've got it on the, uh, on the plus of earlier the year in the year. So I, I, yeah, they, I want to say I, that's right. I didn't get it, but yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Right. So I loaded it up and I'm like, Oh, I didn't play that one. It looks sufficiently creepy. Pigs freak me out. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, you know what? Pigs don't really freak me out. The little small pigs, cute pigs. Those are cute hogs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Big, like everyone fleshy, likes a hog. Yeah. Big, big fleshy hogs always kind of weird me out. You know, you don't like the idea of hog heads just floating around different places in the in the game and stuff. So guess what this game is? It's a machine for pigs, and uh, that's exactly what they're doing uh, in this game. They're, you're exploring a huge uh, pig slaughtering facility mm-hmm. uh, and trying to remember what's going on. Uh, trying to get your memory back. Uh, you are looking for a couple of children of yours, uh, and the game starts off in one of those children's bedroom. And I'm only guessing that these kids must be monsters. 
because oh, the kids all themselves? the bedrooms. Yeah. What's that now? Are the kids themselves are monsters like pigs? I don't know, but when you start off, you start off in these bedrooms, and all the bedrooms have cages on the bed. You know how when you see you've seen like a like the the zoo, whenever the uh, the circus comes to town, they have oh, like the big yeah, yeah. the cages on wheels and stuff. It looks just like those kind of cages, except it's on the beds. Ugh. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, Ugh. you know, and this is amnesia, so it's a really dark game. It is also a all these games uh, require you to have a lot of focus because they're exploration games mm-hmm. and you have to really focus in on every area and every room. You have to go around and just hunt and look, hunt, and look. The idea behind that, of course, is what better way to make you have a jump scare than uh, to require your Ugh. absolute attention until you're just focused in. You're not paying attention. I can't do and it, dude. I'm, I'm just looking at video of this as you, as you're talking. Right. I, I can't even, I can't, I can't even, even do it. I'm looking at it right now. Like what this what's happening right now in this scene with this dude just walking in the darkest hallway of all time? Freaking F right. this. F this. <laughs> and this is the one where you gotta run from something you can't see, right? And you're and you have insanity levels and all Abs- that. But there's no insanity levels on this. It, it you you do get freaked out and you breathe a little heavier and 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 time can dilate a little bit where you're like moving slower. Uh, but most of that's cinematic, and uh, most of the time when you're playing just the game itself, there's really in- little interruption into your exploration. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the whole idea is not to really show you anything. One of my favorite jump scares is uh, where we walk up to a lot of the doors, they're locked, and so when you open a door, you kind of get a little jerk on the door, and it, and it comes open, but then if a door is locked, you get just a little bit of a jerk, and it kind of stops. Mm. And, uh, and, and they played it very well because I was playing in, in one room and there was like this noise coming from, uh, the next room over and I had opened and closed and jiggled doors for like about 20 or 30 minutes worth of stuff. And I hear something on the other side of this door and I'm like, okay. And so I walk up to it and I'm playing this on my PS4. If I didn't mention that, I think I did. Yeah, did. And, uh, you go up to the door and you go to, you go to interact and open it. And all of a sudden, my controller goes, and it starts shaking in my hands, and and all, and the door starts going, bam, 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 bam. It starts flying in my face unnaturally, mm. and uh, I jumped. Yeah, I, I, jumped. I can't, so, I can't do it. This game, this game is really good with the jump scares, uh, uh, and and the and the creepiness level is is very high, and the in most of what I was exploring, I felt, I never felt like I got stuck. I, I really felt like I was going along pretty well. Nothing was too overly simple. Uh, as, as you go along, you find notes uh, left by you or other people, and it will give you clues ba- uh, written in like a story format uh, about what you need to do next and where you need to go. And some of that stuff that gets really creepy is you walk around for a while, and you're, you're exploring the areas, and you notice all these paintings on the wall. You're like, oh, that's a cool painting. Oh, that's a cool painting. Oh, that, that painting's creepy. Oh, oh, that painting's creepier. And then you find out uh, that you can walk behind the walls and and you can see through all the paintings. So then from that point on in the game, I'm like, oh, there could be somebody behind there watching me right now. Yeah, I no don't kidding. like this. I don't like that either. I don't like it one bit. Yeah. But uh, if you're looking for some good jump scares, it's hard to beat Amnesia. This game is, uh, this one, this particular one's been out since 2013. So it's, it's an older game, but it's still a lot of fun. A lot of jump scares. Chatroom says uh, I should stream more horror games. Would you say this is one that, I mean, it's a few years old now, right? Like, what is this, 20? Oh, yeah, it's 2013, so it's five years old now. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, but totally. People still, still, people still like these games because, because you kind of forget, you kind of forget what, you get amnesia. You get amnesia <laughs> about playing the amnesia. And <laughs> the, uh, the same team did that space one, uh, 
what's that one called chat it's like toronto or um oh yeah toronto uh, good old toronto oh, you're talking toronto. about freaking games it's the same makers it's a, it's kind of a scary space game and it's just recent oh soma you're talking soma, about soma that's these guys they made that yeah and wanna... that's on sale right now if uh if you're looking for a halloween treat uh the steam games which you know i love the steam uh, the Steam Games has has a Halloween sale going right now, and there's a lot of horror games on that sale. Yeah. And I think Soma is is one of those. Well, yeah, Steam, uh, Steam, GOG, a bunch of people are doing their Halloween sales today, or they started yeah, today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I didn't realize how many horror games I had on my wish list. I keep about twenty <laughs> uh, as a general rule. Yeah, uh, and and out of out of twenty, I got ten alerts today that there was a sale on uh, different items. So right. Apparently, I like the horror games. Chatter, maybe Tacoma is a different game, but that's what I was thinking. Tacoma of. is a different... Yeah, Tacoma is a different game. Yeah, I was thinking... When I said Toronto, I was thinking of Tacoma. <laughs> Boy, these cages in these bedrooms are terrible. There's no, there's no way yeah. to treat a child. This is awful in here. Look at this. It is it is terrible. What we're trying to do is it, the game leads you into a ever uh, lower and lower pit of despair when you're playing this game. You start out in the house and you're going further down into the pig processing plant. And as you, as you go along, you get to see all these great uh, machines that are, are going to process the pigs and there's blood smears everywhere. And it's just, ooh, it's just atmospherically creepy. It's 1899. So it's right near the turn of the century. And uh, it's just nothing. Good, nothing good happened in 1899. Nothing. Actually, Nothing. wait a minute. It's such a dark time. Actually, I think Red Dead 2 is set in the year 1899, yeah. and Red right. Dead 1 is set in the year tw- uh, 1910 or something. Right, right. Uh, so it's funny to think that this Victorian horror thing was happening at the same time that I'm rolling around with, with Arthur robbing a right. bank. That's great. It is because the Wild West was that. It was very open. It was scary in a different way, but the city... The city, baby. That's where all the horror happens. All the horror. We may have to ban Dildo Gaggins from the chat because his only question Uh-oh. in here has been, who is your favorite adult film star? Hey. Uh, that's easy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to time him out. See ya. Enjoy your 600 seconds Aww, of silence. This is deleted. Eh, 600 seconds of silence. He'll be fine. Yeah, that's right. It's good. It's good. But yeah, I've, I had a lot of fun playing Amnesia. <laughs> Another a revisit. <laughs> Uh, and and like I said, I couldn't think of a more creepy idea for me personally yeah. than seeing a slaughterhouse kind of pig thing. And I I thought it I thought it was spot on. I don't know if I can do it. I mean, I somebody you should gift, do it. You should totally do it. Somebody gifted me. Like, somebody gift Jack Jack uh, in the in the uh, tadpole sent me um, a co- a key for a, a, Re- a Resident Evil Seven on PC so oh, that yeah. I'll replay it on there and stream it. I I am committed to doing that. But I have yet to. Uh, this does not mean I'm going to play every horror game ever made and scream like a baby because I will. Because I'm a chicken shit, dude. I'm so chicken with games it's, like this. You're not. You're not chicken. Some people don't like to be scared for fun. Mm. And if you like being scared for fun, knock yourself out. But is there? There is a very you know, it's a very close tie. It's, it's the fight or flight. And so I mean, it's you're definitely putting yourself in a stressful situation when you're playing. A horror game. Well, I mean, uh, unlike unlike a, a, a self-imposed stress, like when you're playing first-person shooters, like you make yourself stressed out. You don't have to be stressed out. You can have fun without that. But you know, the point of a horror game is literally to stretch yourself out as much as possible, and uh, and then laugh when you don't die. This is all true. 
Let's get to my second game of the week. One that I'm very excited about. Loved the first one. Uh, Amnesia is not PC only, guys. No, no. Amnesia, the one, I, the Amnesia collection is the one I have. It came, I oh. believe it was. You know what they're doing? Sorry. They're, they're arguing about whether they're, they're, they're having a conversation about who's on console, who's on PC. And when he said PC only, he oh. meant he only plays PC. So never mind. Gotcha. That's me being done. But yeah, to answer the, to Scott's question answered that wasn't really there. Yeah. It's on, <laughs> I got it on the PlayStation, but I believe it's not for all consoles. It's uh, everywhere. For, I don't know. Is that on the Switch? Uh, probably not Switch. Probably not Switch. I can't imagine that's on Switch. That'd be weird. I mean, it could be. Yeah, that's weird. It would run on the Switch, but I don't know. It's a little old. No, no, no. Houdini, totally Houdini, that was me. You're fine. You guys are having that conversation. It was totally me. All right. You know, uh, you're having an A-B <laughs> conversation, and we had need to see ourselves clear. That's correct. All right. So a uh, year or two ago, I played a game called Party Hard. You remember this at all? Party I Hard. I remember you telling me about it, and I remember thinking, is this something I want to play? Well, mm-hmm. it's this uh, no. very... 8-bit looking thing set in the 80s. You're a serial killer and you run around these parties and clubs killing dudes while nobody watches. This is not what I was thinking at all. Uh, Probably not. It's uh, it's a small developer and um, it is how do I explain this? The first game is, this is true of the first game and also I think of this game um, of the second one which I'm now playing. This reminds me of serial killer and a lot of the, I've played games like these before. It's a lot like Hitman but Hitman. but you're a serial killer. But the goal of Hitman, which is, you know, off these three targets before anyone else sees you or don't get spotted by the cops and arrested, like, that's what this is. And you're supposed to be thinking creatively. It's like, oh, well, on this dance floor, these giant speakers by the DJ, I can I can uh, rig them so they explode and kill everybody in here, but I got to do it so no one sees me. Um, and then you get out of there and they all die. And then the cops come, they investigate, they leave, and you're you're still roaming around killing people. Your goal a lot of times is to wipe out everybody at the party. Sometimes it's just certain targets. Um, You just don't want to get seen doing the act. If there's a body and you're there, they're not going to blame you automatically. They just, they have to see you commit the murder. Right. Um, And so there was a lot of you committing crimes and avoiding them in your games this week. Yeah, there there was a lot of that. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. There was this. It started with this because Red Dead hadn't come out yet and I was playing this. Um, But I'm a big, big fan of it. And I really like the the way it plays, the way it looks. Uh, the sequel has gone for like this similar 2D characters like they had last time. But the big mm-hmm. change here is they've, uh, they've added 3D environments. And so mm-hmm. was you, as you're playing the game, oh, this guy's just going on a rampage. This is nuts to watch. Oh, he better get out of there. He's going to get caught. Sorry, nope, I'm watching this playthrough and it's did. messing me up. But he's going to get handcuffed in a second if he's not careful. Anyway, you're so screwed, dude. The uh, how is he killing those cops? <laughs> All right, I got questions. Anyway, uh, so they've got these like 3D environments that you that you roam around in with like 3D lighting effects and everything, but you're still these pixelated people. It's a right. weird combo, and I really like it. I thought I was not going to like it, but I think it turned out super trippy. And um, uh, full disclosure, the developer sent me a key, and. Uh, so I, this isn't, you know, when I bought Full but disclosure, I, I'm a little disappointed. I didn't get a key. <laughs> yeah. Brian, Brian needs a key. Um, it's hard. If you die or get arrested, you start over and anybody you've already wiped out in there, there's no checkpoints. You've got to clear the area and, and achieve the goals and then ex- extricate yourself or forget it. Um, there's no, there's no dinking around with, uh, re- you know, you're restarting the entire level. So they, they definitely make it tricky and hard. 
you unlock new characters, new zones, new creative ways of killing people. It's pretty much a sandbox in terms of you figuring out the best way to 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 off all of these people you have to off. Um and there's lots of tools to do that. Like I have a grenade I love to throw into a little party in like a little room where everyone's meeting, just toss a grenade in there and wipe them all out. Um it's a nifty little game. Party Hard 2, right. available now. I, I'm looking at yeah, I'm looking at Party Hard uh Halloween 2018. Mm. Uh and this is I guess Party Hard the first one, and uh it is three dollars and twenty-two cents for the first one. But I'm I'm with you that you're right about the graphic style has changed. It looks like the, the little pixelated people are still the same, but it's like the yeah. the the world yeah. is is more much more three dimensional. Big time than it was back. Yeah, in the it's first a, literally three dimensional, whereas it used to be two D. And uh, right. you, you you the way you interact in there is very strange now. But I I think I like it a lot, and it's got a story to it. But it's just kind of I'm this not tool. here. I'm not here for the story. I kind of am. I think it's going interesting okay. places, but. You know, compare it to Red Dead or something. It's not even close. Right. But, and it, uh, it is, yeah. It's on sale uh, for about seventeen ninety nine uh, right now. Yeah. Party Hard 2. Yeah. This looks like my jam. I, w- I think I'm probably going to end up picking this up. Yeah, it's really good. Seventeen ninety nine. Played that first yeah. one a ton. So this was this was a nice little surprise. I'd forgotten they were this close to dropping it. The only downside is it dropped right before Red dropping Dead. It. Nobody pays attention to... Well, maybe they're smart, though. They're like, they're like movies. If you're going to do a, uh, an Avengers movie on a weekend... It's probably okay for some small indie to release a tiny movie on that same weekend because the people who are going to go see that weren't going to go see Avengers anyway. And maybe that's right. what this is. This is, you know, people that want these kind of indie developed games aren't, aren't, or maybe aren't here for the big blockbusters. They're here for the little stuff. And I'm here for both, but I think, you know, there's maybe a division there. But anyway, hmm. that's the game. Brian, tell me all about Ghostbusters World, which I also played. Oh. I'm very curious what you think of Ghostbusters World, their take on the Pokemon Go phenomenon. Right. Uh, so Pokemon Go, if you're not familiar with that, where you been? It's a AR kind of game where you play on your phone, you walk around town, and you get in trouble for uh, for going to private property where you're not supposed to be. No, that's not what happens. Uh, <laughs> in Pokemon Go, you capture Pokemon. In Ghostbusters World, you capture Ghost. Yeah. And it's a little bit more diff- it's a little more difficult than it was for me in uh, the Ghostbusters world to capture ghosts unlike the Pokemons. Uh, instead of tossing a ball at something, you have to fight or battle the ghost with your proton packs. Uh, and then once you get them down to a certain level, you can throw a ghost trap and suck them in, just like in the original Ghostbusters and every subsequent Ghostbuster for that matter. Yeah. I guess that's what that's their that's their jam, right? Right. Right. Uh, I've I've played I've played this a pretty good bit every chance I got uh, over the last week and it is uh, the tutorial is really long I didn't think I would ever get through it, it almost took me like about maybe an hour gets to get through the tutorial and I'm like you're just going over the same stupid stuff that I don't usually skip tutorials I did here skip it yeah it's not that complicated that yeah I agree it's, they it's they try to they what they try to do in this is they try to describe the combat when it. Uh, Right, that, that it gets slightly different between different um, kinds of ghosts, yeah. And I don't think they right. need to go so crazy on that. It's no. all hard. you need to know is that yes, certain ghosts, all the ghosts, as far as I know, will attack you. They will retaliate. Uh, if they retaliate and attack you, you have you have so many seconds it pops up on the screen. You have so many seconds to cl- click it to counter it. Uh, hopefully, you'll do that. If not. Lots of times they'll disappear, and then you have to locate them again by looking around until you find them, mm-hmm. and then continue the battle, and then suck the ghost in. The thing I do like about this game 
that kind of sets it apart for Pokemon for me. I I was never a huge Pokemon fan. Not that I did not like the Pokemon universe. I just didn't get into it because I was a little bit older. Uh, this, I'm very much into Ghostbusters. I love the Tobin Spirit Guide. And this allows me to capture ghosts uh, and then read about all the, all the little backstory. And some of these backstories are kind of fun. Uh, some are a little bit limited. Uh, but... I've, every time I catch a ghost, I go to the spirit guide and check them out, see what they can do, see what they're about. And the reason why is because unlike Pokemon, where you go in and you can upgrade your, uh, you can upgrade your Pokemon for, to go out and go to the gyms mm -hmm. and battle other Pokemons mm -hmm. here, uh, you create a team of four. So out of the ghosts that you capture, uh, you make a team of four ghosts, uh, of what you're picking. Uh, you can upgrade those ghosts to have skills that that they can do when they go into the ghost world. They're not there evolutions, a, though, right? They're just uh, they're just skills they can take into the fights, but you're not evolving them into a bigger version of themselves or something dumb like not, that. Not, I have not seen that game mechanic anywhere. No, you're just upgrading your ghosts for the skills and their talents, and then you take them into the ghost world, which is a offline. Well, not really offline, but it is a sync. It's a story mode, is what they call it. Yeah, and so. You go and you go into the story mode and you traverse this path with your ghost, your four ghosts you've picked, and you and they basically auto fight. Mm -hmm. uh, you can you can do some things. Uh, you can make certain choices for your ghost, but for the most part, it's usually just best to put them on autopilot, and let them fight. They'll usually pick the best path and they'll fight and win, and then they'll they'll level up mm -hmm. and their skills will increase. Uh, and I find that 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 part is probably the least uh, fun part of the whole game. The actual, you know, throwing up a ghost in your real room mm -hmm. and uh, chasing them around your room and uh, sucking them in, I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, the AR, is, the AR is pretty good. Uh, they they take fun. pretty good advantage of that. They use um, the the AR version on, or sorry, the AR tech that they're using on the Android version, which is the video I'm showing, is pretty good. Right. The they they tap into the AR kit stuff for iOS and it looks really good. Like they look like they're stationary and not jiggling around. And, yes. Stuff like that, You're which is super jiggling. cool. Even Slimer, he has a little jiggle. Yeah, which is something that I think adds to this thing. I'm gonna, I'll right. just add to this by saying it's. I have no interest in Pokemon Go anymore. Mm. I love the concept of going out and capturing things in the real world. Yes. I love that, but I don't. I'm just not really a Pokemon guy, and never really have been. And so I, I have been on the hunt or the lookout for something that does a similar thing. I mean, this is just wholesale, not ripping it off, but this is, you know, this is Pokemon Go. Absolutely. And so because of that, I'm really enjoying having something different to do. I still yeah. get the experience of let's capture it all and try to get them all. You know, that feeling of capturing everything and keeping your collection growing and just having this random thing to do while you're out going to the movies and you're in line. You're like, oh, there's a thing in here. And capturing it real quick is, a, is very fun. And so this is providing that for me. So I am actually going to kind of wholeheartedly recommend this. Um, it's it's still real early on because right. it is uh it's very early on. They just released it. I, they were trying to squeeze it out for Halloween, uh, just like I'll be doing tomorrow. Uh, they were trying just to get out for Halloween, and I think the game experience is a little bit uh, lackluster. But if you're a Ghostbusters fan, you'll find a way to enjoy it anyway. That's what the Ghostbusters fans always get. We get stuff. This eh, well, and that's and the we, thing is I would I would say this is no less lackluster than pokemon go it's just right. a it's a it's a thing i just care more about like i care more about right. 
the Ghostbusters myth myth than I do the right. the Pokemon stuff. So I was a little disappointed. The thing I'm disappointed in probably the most. I love the ghost. The ghosts are great. As a matter of, well, I really wish they could have totally gotten rid of any reference to the Ghostbusters themselves, whether the, the original cast or the newer cast in the new movies or from the you know the animated series, because I I didn't feel any kinship to the way they did do Peter Vinkman and and the different original Ghostbusters because the character styling was so uh, you know so obscure that it didn't feel like I was actually seeing those guys. It just felt like another reiteration of the yeah. iteration of the that new movie sucked. I didn't really like it. Necessary. I did not like that new movie. It was poop. I I liked the new movie. It was it was it was good enough. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was good. Had, now look, it, it had it, a, it was it had potential. And I really liked I liked all the women involved. I really disliked right. the story. I thought the story was Ghostbusters, poop. the new Ghostbusters movie, then Ghostbusters 2. And oh yeah, Ghostbusters that's true. You know what? I'm putting Ghostbusters 2 below the new one. That's how right. bad 2 is. 2 is garbage. <laughs> it's real bad. 1 is right. an amazing thing. And Harold Ramis wrote it, co-wrote it with some of those guys. I want to say um yes. Uh who plays Ray? What's wrong with Dan- me? Dan Aykroyd. Oh, right. Co-wrote and produced the second one or something, and whatever. Right. I, I don't know if he just screwed up. It's just two is sucks. So, yes, that's the right order. Ghostbusters right. 1, Ghostbusters new, Ghostbusters 2. I like that. Ghostbusters new, Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, and the cartoon's real good, too. I like the cartoon. Oh, the cartoon is fantastic. Yeah. I love the cartoon. That's probably the best thing. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, well, now we're going to delve into making your brain work better. Do it. At least that's what this game promises. Uh, people who play it it is called ghostbusters world by the way was what we were just talking oh yeah, about. yeah. ghostbusters world on uh, iphone and on uh, android available now right. free and you know you can buy boosters and all that crap if you want but you don't have to yeah who's gonna do that yeah no one's gonna do that. well someone is but i'm not um okay a sale happened earlier in the week a uh, half off sale and i got real excited about it because it was a game i wanted to pick up but i never wanted to pay full price for it because it felt like i would suck too bad and feel bad for paying full price that game is called opus magnum sorry Yes, Opus Magnum. Magnum. I screw it up because the way you would normally hear it is Magnum Opus, right? But the game is literally called Opus Magnum. And it is a... uh, It's a puzzle game. A very intelligent puzzle game. uh, Unlike anything I've ever played before. And it's not brand new. This has been out for a while. But again, I took advantage of this this sale. And even watching this video again, I don't really know how to what play it at all i'm doing it is really hard for me right. um it, it, it the best i can say is it's like you got to put some elements together it, it uses like the idea of it the overlay idea of it is very science is scientific um and you're trying to create certain elements there's a story going on you kind of live in this like weird steampunk future um and the story's told through these little vignettes before each level but the levels themselves are just like we need this kind of output now you figure it out how to make that output with all these little tools these little spindles these little extractors and then you program them to move it's like well i want this one to pick up an item up i want it to move three spaces i want it to extend one space and then i want it to drop that element into another hole and then i want another hand to grab that pick that up move it someplace else it's it looks ridiculous when you see a, like a working functioning puzzle and you're like, what, what freaking genius made this thing work? That's how it makes me feel when I see people finish these puzzles. Cause I don't understand how it works at all. I got done with the tutorial. This is the truth. Done with the tutorial. Got the first real mission that wasn't a tutorial. 
and I still haven't solved it. I haven't cheated oh. either. I could go cheat and do a walkthrough and figure out what I'm supposed to do. And I may have to do that just to get the hang of, oh, oh, I see. But this thing, I, I mean, it's got like an overwhelmingly positive review everywhere you go. Everyone thinks it's, it's crazy. incredible. It is. And I think it's super neat just looking at it. But I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm really struggling right. with what, how to actually do it. And so... I, I'm admitting all of this just openly because this is just my brain can't wrap itself around what I'm supposed to do. The tutorial stuff was kind of easy and also enlightening. Like, oh, yeah. And then one thing people always say to me is, well, Scott, the nice thing is you don't have a set um, solve. It's it's it, There's no one way to solve the, the, the puzzle or to, to get the solution. Right, right. There's virtually unlimited numbers of ways to do it. You just have to figure out the way you are going to do it. And do it within the restrictions of whatever power consumption it needs and all that other stuff. And if you can do that, then it doesn't matter how you solved it. It worked. And even then I suck. So, I mean, hats off to everyone who loves this because I know that it's good. I know just touching it, playing it, moving around with it. I know what I'm playing is something special. I just know it is. And I, so does everybody else. The reviews are all just yeah, so great. It's except off the for charts. One dick. Well, there's always one dick, right? There's more than that, probably. But but you know, like pretty universally praised. This thing's won awards. It's a big deal. And and I bought it. It plays on my P- PC and Mac, so I can kind of share saves. And mm-hmm. every once in a while, I'll hop in there and go, "All right, let's see what are we doing here." And then about a half hour later, I'm like, "I want to die. I can't figure it out." <laughs> it's just so hard and and you know there's other comparisons to be made in other when people are really good at other things like this like chat room just said hey it's like when you draw we all look at that and go how is he even doing that maybe Maybe, but i wish i had a brain that was better at wrapping itself around this because i do like mechanical things i like the i like a good rube goldberg device and this video game is a lot like rube goldberg devices but you have to make them um and it's pretty to look at. It's just a cool thing. This would be really good on a, on a tablet as well. I don't know why there's no version there. But anyway, <laughs> it's uh, Opus Magnum. Just know if you're dumb like me, you're going to you're gonna suck because I suck. Yeah. I suck so it's bad. okay. That's not, that's not how I rate games. I don't rate games based on my skill level. I rate games based on whether they're good games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I love playing. There's plenty of games I love that I suck at. That's fun. Yeah, give me one. Give me a throw one out there. Give me a name. Uh, any game ever, <laughs> I suck at them all equally. <laughs> it's always a struggle for me. But just like I tell my kids all the time, are you having fun? Yeah, I guess so. Kinda. Shut up, move. Let me play. Let me show you how to have fun. I'll show you how to have fun playing a stupid game. I don't care if I lose. I yeah. like losing. I do prefer fun over. The win is less important to me than the fun I'm having. So. Yeah. But look, look. You know what you learn from winning. Yeah, that you're a poor winner. That's yeah. all you learn. Yeah, nothing else. That's right. <laughs> you le- you learn that you were able to be the best. What That's kind of knowledge true. is that? It's none. You're I like best. to lose because I learn a lot. No one's ever gonna keep me down. I'm just gonna. Keep no one's ever that. gonna keep me. Oh, damn. Well, how about immortal rednecks? Will they keep you down? Tell me about this game. All right. So I said I said I sucked at everything, but this game I'm great at. No. Oh. All right. So. Immort no Bubba Hotep. Remember that movie yeah. we watched? Yeah, with the uh, yeah. uh, what's his name in it? Um, That's right, Bubba played Elvis. Uh, he was Ash Bruce, and the Evil Bruce Dead. Campbell Bruce Campbell looking for. Yeah, Bruce Love Campbell was looking for. Really good. Right, Bubba Hotep. This is that. This is the same idea, 
but kind of like in a fast moving uh, shooter, kind of like a single player quake game. Uh, you're you're a redneck who is apparently uh, I didn't quite understand the story, but I really don't think I was supposed to understand the story. All I know is that I was a redneck. I am now a mummy mm-hmm. and I still have my redneck personality and I'm entering a pyramid uh, that is in front of me. And I am in that pyramid shooting uh, various uh, Egyptian minions. Oh, you know what this is? Of that era. This is like Ziggurat. Uh, do you ever play? I, do you play I Ziggurat? Played, I never played Ziggurat. Okay, it's a lot like Ziggurat, which is also relatively new. But I mean, I assume these rooms are never the same. It's kind of roguelikeish, right? Like you go in, if you survive, then you're going to get some cool stuff exactly. and move to the next thing. Exactly. Oh, I love exactly. games like this. Why don't yeah. I have this game? I don't know. I, I don't even know how I, I, I don't even know where. Oh, I do. Where did I pick it up? I picked. Oh, I sent it to you. Remember Chrono oh, CC? I said, right. hey, look, Chrono CC's got this game. And right. uh, they and wouldn't I, take my, it. they wouldn't take my, my info for some reason. So I forgot to check it later and I didn't. You, it's okay. You, you might've, uh, you might've checked in. They did have some trouble because after I checked mine, after I got mine, mm-hmm. I went and tried to enter my code. And the first time I bought plenty of games from Chrono GG for the first time, it said it was a duplicate key. And I, I, I sent them a message, and uh, they sent me another key, and they, they apologized and said they, there was a problem. They announced it on their Twitter. Hmm. And so this is just a hiccup. I don't, I've never, like I said, I've, I've had great experiences with, with, that, with them so far. And, I like these uh, It was like games. six bucks or something. Yeah, and they, the way that the maps work out, this from, like looks like Ziggurat in this way, too. But um, hmm. you're moving around, you open the door, and now there's a whole new room full of baddies. you got to kill all of them, move to the next room. Eventually, I'm sure there's a boss. You kill that boss. Exactly. Uh, move to the next. And, and when you get killed, I, I kind of like when you get killed. Because what happens? You get killed. You go back out to the to the outside, outside of the pyramid, mm-hmm. and uh, you resurrect. And there's a skill tree to your that you can approach at that point in time and spend any of the mummy points you got along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can upgrade your skills, uh, which is you know usually like rifle or gun related skills or defense skills, and you know. And you kind of kind of buff up your character, then you head back in. The funny thing is, though, if if I've done this before, I, I it, they they cleverly have gotten you to go and make sure you upgrade. Because what happens is when you when you run back to the pyramid, like if you're you feel like you're really doing good, and you run back to the pyramid and you try to go in, the cost to get in is always the entire amount of money you have in your pocket. Oh. Jeez. So you go, ooh, I've got like 600. I better go back and spend on some skill trees before I try to go back in here because I don't want to lose 600. Because if you got, if you have two, if you have two little Egyptian chips, they'll let you in for two. Would you pay if for you this, 600. by the way? What's the price? Oh, I did pay for this. Was How much it cost? I want to say it was $6 on Chrono GG. Jeez, what I paid for it. that's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. It's a lot of fun, too. I had a, I had a blast. It was just dumb fun. Just go in, just, just die run back in and shoot a bunch of stuff, die, run back in, shoot a bunch of stuff. It's dumb fun. It's yeah. fast, too. Boy, I tell you, the, the game is really fast. Yeah, this is very Ziggurat. Ziggurat's basically this game. Ziggurat. How do you spell Ziggurat? Uh, Z-I-G-U-R-A-T, I think. I think that's right. I have Ziggurat. In fact, I may have a code for Ziggurat, so don't buy it. I'll get you a code. But it's a it's a it's a cool idea. Like it reminds me of Zelda dungeons almost. It's like you go into the side, you go into a, a, a door, a whole new place to kill stuff. Mm-hmm. Next door, kill stuff. It's not it's yep, not really puzzles. It's just you know, right. kill. No, stuff. No, you enter you enter a room. The doors lock. You can't leave that room until you kill all the all the uh, minions in that room. Yeah, 
That sounds about like Ziggurat. All right, well, check it out. That's called Immortal Redneck on PC. And, oh, and remind them of the place that you got the deal. What's it called? Chrono.gg. Chrono. They have daily, yeah, Chrono. They have G-G. daily deals uh, on Chrono.gg. And occasionally I will pick up a game. Nice. And you did this time. So well done. I did, indeed. Well, well worth it. On that note, it's time for us to play a little game. It's called Guess My Game, and it has a theme. It's a me, <laughs> That guy. And uh, we're going to try to make each other guess old games. Uh, these are just done by sound files. Uh, both Brian and I have come prepared with one. I'm going to play mine first. Let's see if Brian uh, Dunaway here can guess what game this is. Are you ready? Do it. All right. I know you played this, so there's got you got to get this one. Here you go. Toward the end of the file, I, I, I hear I hear Gibbs of some sort. You're hearing some jibs. Gibbs, some jibs and Gibbs. Yep. Oh, there's a door. Okay, check this out. Wait, not quite. Coming up here, you hear like a shooting sound. Yeah. It's definitely some kind of side scrolling game, right? Here you go. It's a hawk. Is that Altered Beast or something? Nope. Although, era, it, you're probably era appropriate. <laughs> I'm trying to think what would have been <clears throat> around that time, but this was. Are you ready for it? You want me to tell you? Do it. Tell me. It's uh, it's uh, Hexen. Remember Hexen? Hexen. Yes. Yeah. Hexen. It was is basically a do, it was the Doom engine, Raven Software. Right. I think they're still around doing stuff. They right. took the Doom engine and built a uh, kind of gothic uh, fantasy sort of game around it and it employed a bunch of melee stuff which doom didn't have but it also had uh uh you know staffs and stuff like that where you could do your your range weaponry but it basically played like doom and you you fought like you know fantasy monsters in dungeons and things and i thought that game at the time was really cool like I think it was yeah. yeah. I agree. Back yeah, back in the day it was awesome. Plus it was a great way to switch things out cuz we were playing Doom on LAN games all the time at the place I worked and so work would end and we'd all play Doom for hours. And after a while we were like, "Oh, I wish we had something else that was like Doom." And Hexen came along. We we're like, "Well, we'll play Hexen." So we played Hexen on the LAN and it was basically still Doom just kind of reskinned. But mm-hmm. uh but it was great stuff. Duke Nukem, that whole era, we just played all those games uh, at work. Yeah. What was the Rise of the Tri- uh, Rot? Rise of the Triad. Remember Rise of the Triad? Oh yes, Rise of the Triad. All yeah. good stuff. I'm gonna every time every time you mention anything that has to do with id software, I'm gonna remind you to go out and listen to the Masters of Doom audio. Oh yeah, I need I need to get that. I've been meaning to read that, listen to it, whatever, forever now. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, it says wasn't Hexen on the Quake engine? No, that would have been Hexen two. Right. Uh, Hexen two Hexen. was on uh, was made in the Quake engine, which was cool. So. And Raven Software, man, they made some nifty games. Those guys were cool. Yeah. I like them. They still are. They make, uh, what do they do recently? They still do stuff? I want to say they're in the credits for Black Ops 4 doing something. They're not the main team, mm. but they're on the, I think that's where I saw it. Somewhere recently, uh, right. Raven Soft or Raven, whoever it is, is all over things. They still have a website, so let's see. Oh, you Our know what games. I might be thinking of? No, Heretic, Heretic and Hexen were Doom Engine. Right. Heretic may have been first, then Hexen. And then Hexen 2. And Hexen 2 was right. Quake Engine, right? I think I have that right. That's right. That sounds right. Because uh, that should have been the same time period. 
yeah, 97. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. right. 90, mid, mid, late 90s, something like that. Right. But you were right about Raven. They did have a hand in uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Is that Ops where I saw it? Okay. Three. That must be where I saw it. They must have done something for four because they're in there doing something. Yeah. Which is cool. Think of, thinking of those guys, you know, lasting all that time. Started out really as just kind of almost like a small mod maker, really. Mm-hmm. And then uh, blowing up like that is, is really cool. And they've had some other games in the meantime where they, they were all them. What was the one where it was really controversial? If you were shooting the guy in the leg, it was, was really gory. And they had like location-based damage. What was the name of that? It was before that was in every game. But then, but back right. then it was, uh, oh, it was like a sequel to something else. Yeah, anyway, I just always, I followed those guys and used to think, hey, whatever Raven makes, I'll play. Yeah, they, um, they're bad. They're bad boys. They're bad boys of rock. We like them. Yeah, they're up to trouble. They know what's up. Hey, I'm going to play your clip now. Let's see if I can figure out what this is. I have no idea what it is. I'm going to play it right now. It's just called Dunaway, this file. So Dunaway. Here goes. Let's see. Oh, I know this. I know this. This is, um, hold on. Oh, Scott. You know this. G- uh, g- uh, Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, oh, you're so close. Ghosts and Goblins 2. No. Goblins and... It's the Capcom got... game. Hold on. Go- you do have the ghost part right. Ghosts and... It's not goblins. Ghosts and... No, no goblins. Ghosts. This ghost is the last word. How about that? Oh, ghouls and ghosts. Ghouls and ghosts. That's it. That's it. You did it. I did it. it. Oh, that was hard. I always say ghosts and goblins for some reason. That was a really hard video game. It was extremely difficult. Yeah, it pissed me off all the time. I was always bad at it. But I had it on SNES. I had it on... uh, I played in the arcade, I know. Right. And that was Capcom, wasn't it? How was it Capcom? I'm looking at the chat now. I have to hide the chat when I'm guessing. Oh, it Ghouls was, and Ghosts. Uh, well, that's what we said. Ghouls and Ghosts, yeah. Uh, that I remember that game being just over the top hard. Like, yes. welcome to your worst version of Hell video game, everybody. <laughs> like, give us all your quarters. This is the worst right. experience you've For some have. reason, I, I associate this with Halloween. I don't know if I had, like, some kind of if I played it a lot around Halloween or what, but I always think about it whenever I think, oh, what did I play for video games? Well, maybe Halloween. it's because it was ghouls and ghosts, and those are very Halloween Maybe games. that's it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. That's entirely possible. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, fantastic, fun little segment we do. We always enjoy it. If you have your own suggestions you'd like to send in for weird stuff to stump us, let us know. We might play it on the show. All right, we're going to check a quick news item out. PlayStation Classic's no. full lineup is uh, known now. We now know what the full PlayStation Classic lineup is. 20 games is all you're going to get oh, for your yeah. 60 or 100 bucks, is it? 100 bucks. Uh, 99 bucks until you hack it. I don't think this is worth it. I When I, when I ran down the uh, game list, I was kind of like, yeah, I didn't play it. This is not one of the ones. This, yeah. I played a few of these, but most of them, eh, one, two, maybe three, four. Some of these are great. I'm going to give them full credit for some of these, but a lot of them, well, anyway, here's what they are. Battle Arena Toshinden. Yeah. Okay, so that's a thing. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's a terrible fighting game. It was a launch title, and we all thought it was good, but it's not. It's not good. Uh, cool Borders 2. 
I don't remember. Kill, dude. Good. You had to go surfing, you. Yeah. Wait. That's not that's not like cool borders where, you know, like the president tries to, you know, stop you from coming over. <laughs> no, it's, no. No, this is this is more like I'm a, I'm a surfer, dude. I'm not a surfer, but I'm a, I'm a snowboarder, dude. Is it snowboarders or skaters? I don't remember. Probably snowboarders. I think it was, that one was borders. It was, uh, yeah, I think that was cool borders, too, which is cool to imply that it was in the cold. Okay. Not cool as in you're cool, dude. Yeah. Uh, next up, Destruction Derby, which was a much touted game before the PlayStation came out. Everybody was freaking out about that thing, how amazing this hardware was going to be. And then it didn't launch forever after the launch of the game, the machine. Right. And then it was kind of disappointing when you finally got it, but it was fine. Destruction Derby's, you know, right. for what it is, for when it was, it's it's cool. Final Fantasy Seven. Yes, it ha- this has to be on there. There's no question. This had to be on there. I don't love it like other people do, but I know I get why it's there. And I, right. I respect it. I respect that. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, the original. So that's like the top down. What is that yeah. sword? Hold on. Carter just brought a sword in here. Look at this. <laughs> why does why does Carter have a sword? What's this for? What is this? You're taking it back? From from where? Yeah, but where did, where did it go? Where'd you, oh. where'd you get a sword from? That's my sword. <laughs> I forgot I had I, it. Oh, Father, yeah. I put, it, I put it under the bed. It's what I use in case someone robs us. Nice. Not I'm any- taking it back. I'm. I'm. Oh, was she? Would, oh, she. She was stopping a robber, and she's now taking it back and putting it in the biz. Yeah. That's what she's telling you. You're gonna run the robber through with my sword, right? My sword, and then you have a wanted poster. That's with right. Your face on it. Uh, let's see. Final. We mentioned that one. Grand Theft Auto. That's a cool. Original game. Intelligent Cube. I played that. Yeah, uh, Jump good. and Flash. I've done that on Guess My Game before. Uh, good game. I don't, I don't think I did I ever play Jump and Flash. It's a weird jumping rabbit oh, yeah, yeah, first yeah, person yeah. thing. It's yeah, very weird, but I liked it. Metal Gear Solid. That's the one everybody was hoping would be there. It is absolutely That's there. Good. Metal Gear Solid. Yep. I actually think the reason that this device is so much money is the licensing they had to pay for stuff like that. Because that yeah, is not I a first agree. party title. That's like a no, it's not. Konami deal. Mr. Driller. Abe World's uh, Abe World. Odd World's Odyssey. A, sorry. I'm, Odd I'm World Abe's Abe. Odyssey. I'm down with that one. That's one of the ones I wanted. I have the remastered version of that, though. Like, I, I did too, but I I like to see it in its original intent. Your original four by three crappy intent. Yes, that's right. I can't wait. Uh, Resident Evil's uh, director's cut. The original Resident Evil's in there. You Ray, miss Rayman. Rayman never never miss Rayman. He doesn't have any joints. No, <laughs> you don't like that still, right? It wasn't that I, you. It still freaks me out, but I I like the games. I still just don't like the fact that his arms just. You know, magically float. It's like really that. funky. I agree. Yeah. Revelations, Persona. Uh, so very old Persona game. Ridge Racer Type 4, Super Puzzle yeah. Fighter 2 Turbo. That's a great game. Right. Uh, Siphon Filter. Eh. It was Meh. It was uh, early. I mean, now everything's a third-person shooter fun game, but that was a very early thing. Tekken 3, good Tekken game. Nothing wrong with yes, Tekken 3. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Very old <laughs> Rainbow Six. Yeah. Twisted Metal, one of my favorite video games of all time. I clocked more time in Twisted Metal than almost anything on that PS1. Great game. About that one as well. Oh my gosh, so good. Although Twisted Metal 2 is better, but whatever. That's not mm-hmm. on here. Wild Arms and uh, two controllers. None none of them feature uh, uh, analog sticks. This is like old school PlayStation. Right, and right. Uh, if you haven't already ordered it, you can get one on back order at PlayStation.com. Uh, and I think they'll show up in stores soon. And they'll probably yeah, I don't, I don't, quick. I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think they have any trouble getting these. I don't, I don't think this is, this, you know, Sony's not like Nintendo. No, they don't have the lineup. Nintendo does, and also this is double the money. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit of a bad deal. It's also right. ten less it's games. It's not double the money, but it's it's more money. Well, it's like 
What's the, what is it? Six, 60 bucks for the so yeah. I, I think it was 69 or 79. Oh, for the SNES right. one classic, I don't remember now. Yeah, yeah. Correct. All I'm saying is you're going to you'd be able to buy an NES classic and a Super NES classic for roughly the same price as this thing and both of those machines have 30 plus games each each. It's just not a and very good deal. Little, and they have a little more cool factor too. I hate to say it, but you know the I'm interested in this and I'm going to get it. Right. I'm just saying that I don't necessarily feel like I'm it's not one of those cases where I'm fry meme going take my money. Oh, yeah. It's more like I, I see what you have there. Uh, I'll take one. You know what happens sometimes? I'll do like a print and I'll put it up in the store. and Or, or before I put it in the store, I'll post it on Twitter. And about 12 people send me the fry take my money meme. Right, right. And then I put it in the store and I let them and everyone else know that it's in the store. <laughs> and they don't they don't buy it. And, and then there's no money. No. There's no fry showing up at my door with money. It no, just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It's just kind of funny how that works out. Although I guess some of you do. I shouldn't say everybody. But they, whenever someone uses that meme, I'm like, eh, it's like a 40% chance they're coming back. Right. I mean, there was no question about it. When I saw that the Nintendo was coming out, I was I was I, I downloaded the GameStop app specifically so they had an opportunity to hit it as soon as it came out. Yeah. Same with the SNES. Right. PlayStation. Eh. Yeah, I'll get there. Uh, I agree. I'll get there. Chat room says uh, Sector Seven says no Castlevania, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Nah. I I agree that is a that's one I would prefer to have even after over Metal Gear to be honest. That's an incredible game. Um, no Tony Hawk, no Gran Turismo. The original Gran Turismo is a Sony joint, so I don't know why that's not included. Like there is a yeah, lot of I, games I, missing here that I think they should have added. And maybe they plan to later. I don't know what their after the fact plan is, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to be weird about like <laughs> just playstation era stuff is, is it was such a transitional time for games yeah we were about to take this big leap into 3d and we didn't know what we were doing yet so by result it all looks like trash then you play two or you play a playstation 2 you're like oh okay here we go yeah you figured it out good yeah. job yeah good job guys but yeah the tony hawk music licensing alone would probably be a 500 hundred dollar console oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. anyway Chat room's really smart today. Good stuff going on in there. Uh, all right. Do you want to do an email? Should we do an email? Oh, if we don't do an email, what? Then good what good are we? Yeah. What are we? What do we? If not us, then who? If not now, then when? Is what I always say. This came to us from Jonathan. He says, "So my thought on Battle Royale is that the game is similar in ways as a sperm's journey through the womb." What? Yeah. Thousands enter uh, at okay. an Okay. <laughs> no, continue, please. He says, I know where he's going with this. He says, Thousands enter. It's actually millions, right? It's not just thousands. Anyway, unless right, you're, right, unless right. you're Brian Dunaway, it's, it's kind of, kind of a, I was going to say, it's according to how potent you are. Yeah. How many swimmers you got. Anyway, uh, thousands enter an increasingly shrinking battleground only to have one winner. Maybe this is a deep primal reason for its popularity. This thought was fueled by coming off the porn episode of Unfriend Me and falling right <laughs> up into the boop show. Don't judge too harshly, Jonathan. <laughs> This is one of my favorite emails because I actually wonder if he's on to something here. Is there some primal thing in us about the many get there but only one gets in thing that is just crucial to our very existence? Yeah, but we don't really we don't think our man seeded to the egg. I mean, <laughs> no, we just we, don't. we just release it and go there. <laughs> right, but there's something about that survival that survivorness. Right, because right. our because most of our motivations are survival motivations. Like we're just we're motivated by survival, uh, the human race is, and most other beings are. But when you think about it, it's like maybe there's something deep within us that's like, yeah, 
many entered, but only I made it. And there's something that gives us a jolt. Yeah. There's something about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, I would like to see that. I'd like to see like a Highlander comic of uh, you doing that with Manseed. The cla- just- you be the clan done away, not the clan right. done away. You know, I I find that interesting, but I think the 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 I think what happened here is just a a simple solution to a a question, which is how do you have a really huge? This is something we was asking for for years, like probably six years ago, we just really get all like, oh, imagine if you could have 20 people in a in a game. What, what if you have 40? What if you had 100? Mm-hmm. And I think once we got to 100, there had to be this solution to solve that. And that solution was, well, you can't have 100 people because as they diminish, as you have fewer and fewer, your map, the place you're at, is going to be too big for two players. Yeah. And so this shrinks the map. So it's a very simple solution that became something this very interesting that does seem to feed something in us that goes this 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 goes to a point this is uh you know there can only be one i think we're going to get to a place where these games get, can handle the capacity and get to a place where a thousand enter and one leaves and it can be a right. bigger fighting area where it can be other things applied to it to make it actually fun and not just a nightmare but it, there's something really intriguing about being the best guy that you're the best person who got into mm-hmm. 100, a group of 100, you were the best. Like, there is something really you're enticing about that. Around. See, they were back to that song, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Always comes back to that song. <laughs> yeah, let's, you know, it's, it just keeps on giving, that song. Thank you for your email. Jonathan, you can send your emails to boopshow at gmail.com. I love that email. So now you know the kind of emails I love. Talk about sperm. That's what we like. Yeah, yeah. We just like kidding. That. Jonathan. I can't say that word, by the way. You'll notice I called it man seed, but I, I just can't say. You can't say sperm? That word. I can't say it. I can't say it. What do you call a sperm whale? Do you call it a man seed whale? Or what do you do there? Uh, I just go, hey, look at that interesting whale with the really big bump on his head. What is that all about? I'm going to write this down. Man seed whale. That might be today's <laughs> title. We'll see. We'll vote on other titles, but that might be it. Anyway, we love your emails. Keep them coming. Boopshow at gmail.com. In the meantime, you can visit us on the web at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. Uh, again, boopshow at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at boopshow. Brian's at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. You can find our Reddit at boopshow.reddit.com. And a final note about BlizzCon. That's happening this week. I will report back on anything I found to be interesting from the Blizzard side of things, especially outside of World of Warcraft, which I usually cover on the instance, and Heroes, which I cover on Core. Uh, but there appears to be a lot more than that going on this year, so we don't know yet. There's a lot of mis- mystery to the current understanding of what BlizzCon is going to be this year. But uh, I'll make sure to let you know back when I get back the following Monday. So we're not missing the show. I'll be home yesterday, a week from now. Right. Which but means... Well, have you played... Well, yeah, I guess you will. You yeah, I'll have stuff to play. It. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm, dude, there's... Well, what will I talk about? So that's going to that's gonna be... Scott talking BlizzCon, then me talking about stupid game I played. Yeah. Scott talking BlizzCon, then me talking about. Maybe I'll just get a. Can I get one of those uh, BlizzCon passes, digital passes where I can watch? Yeah, I'd probably get you one because we we might have a friend that works there that you know that. That I might be a cooler way for me to approach it. Yeah. So forget about what Brian played. We could maybe just talk. Could just be a BlizzCon wrap up. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. That, that's Brian's perspective from home, me on the floor. We'll see how that goes. Also, something big and special is happening there that I can't talk about. But watch, watch big for and it. Special. Watch for it. I'm involved in it somehow, and that's all I can say. Hmm. Uh, I think <laughs> I think that's everything. Uh, it's been a real pleasure to be here, everybody. Thanks for watching, and please let us know what you think of the show, and uh, find us online and talk to us. We love it. We love the show. We love doing it. 
And have a great time in Red Dead Redemption, everybody. Except for Brian Dunaway. He's not going to buy it yet. But he will one day. It'll happen sooner than you think. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, and for all of you. And all of you stick around for games after. Because we're going to give away some. We'll see you later. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam.